Hi, and welcome to Gospel Mission Church's message podcast. We pray as you listen, God would meet you and speak to you in a personal way. Here's this week's message from Pastor Claude. Well, praise the Lord, right? It's awesome to come together and worship Him and to uh, turn to Him. Great time of worship. Just to be able to hear you, just a roar of the people praising the Lord. It's just amazing. So good to do that corporately, right? How many of you, you're ready for Christmas? Yeah? You did your shopping? Good Friday or Cyber Monday? How many of you, you have to go in, store, in, in stores and touch things? Yeah, some of you. Yeah. How, many of you how many of you guys, you love shopping? Yeah, there's a few of you, eh? Yeah. All right. So are you ready to hear uh, what God has to See to us this morning, yeah? All right, I would ask you to stand, and we're going to stretch our hand in front of us as a symbol of our openness to what God wants to tell us this morning. Father God, we thank you so much that you're in this house. Actually, we want to make it all about you. In this season, we want to make it all about you, Father. Thank you so much for loving us so deeply, and I thank you for each person here, for your love and affection for each person here, and for what you want to do, and for what you've done, but also what you have in store for each person here. So, Father, we, 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 we open up to you. We want to hear what you have to say. And I know, Father, that you go beyond my words. It's you that uh, nudges the hearts. It's you that speaks. And I just pray for your voice to be heard in every heart. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. So we're in this ser- series called Legacy, and I'm going to wrap up the series this morning. When I think about this season, it always grabs my heart because... Uh, uh, I was raised in a good home, great parents, but we didn't know the Lord on a personal level. We, we knew God in a religious way, and we knew about God, but we didn't know Him. You know what I mean? It's you know that uh, the story of Christmas and all that, but it's not personal. It wasn't personal. And uh, so when I think about uh, this season, uh, I, I'm reminded of how Jesus came into our house in our world and how He rocked our lives. And uh, what a difference Jesus made. I look back now, and it's uh, the greatest thing that ever happened in our lives and our family, family's life is Jesus becoming real. And my prayer is that Jesus would be real in your life and that we would also be messengers of this awesome, beautiful story of the love of God, right? What an amazing story that God left heaven to walk on earth so that he would lay his life down so I can be reconciled with the Father. What a crazy story, right? An amazing love story. And you know that story still goes on today. Never stopped as Jesus came into our house and my life and my siblings, and, and he still wants to come in homes. He's still knocking at doors, still wants in because of his love. And uh, my prayer is that, uh, that you would have that open door to him and that you would also be a doorkeeper and helping people to open the door so that they can experience this awesome gift of Jesus. Amen? Awesome. So we are in this series called Legacy. And uh, what we want to see is we want to see a legacy. We want to leave a legacy. We want to leave a mark. We want to make a difference. We want to have an impact with people around us. We were made with purpose and significance, right? That we're not just a fluke of evolution. I believe that God has called me and God made me. And the reason why I can say that, because I met him. 
brought my world. I know that God is true because he encountered me. I experienced his presence. I saw him with the eyes of my heart. I felt him. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've seen him in my life. And so I know this is true. So, so what we want to see is we want to see uh, the progression of God's kingdom. We want to have a legacy. We want to make a difference. And I want to read to you two, two, two portions of scriptures uh, that will lay the foundation for this. It's found in Matthew 28, verse 18, a familiar text that we are all uh, aware of. It's, it talks about the Great Commission. And it says, And Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's pretty awesome, just to know that Jesus has all authority. And then we see this Great Commission in verse 19. It says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. I like the sandwich here where it says that Jesus is as all authority. It also, when, when he, it says in verse 20 that uh, he will always be with us until the end of the, of the world so that uh, he will never forsake us, he will never abandon us. And in that, in that between, what we're called to do is we're called to make disciples. Can you tell your neighbor that we are on a mission? We are on a mission. So this commission is still going on today. That's the, the call of the church. And, and we don't want to walk away from that. We don't want to miss the boat on this. We don't want to live a life only for ourselves and miss out that this is a great commission. That's what Jesus said before he left. He said to them, hey, um, you will go and make disciples of every nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So that is the calling that we have. All of us, we're all part of this. God has placed this mantle on us, this calling on us, and God has placed you in this unique spot to make a difference to shine, wherever it is. Raising up your kids at home, uh, having your own business, working at the town hall, working in school, uh, having your own company, whatever it is, God has called you, and he wants you to shine for him, and he has a plan for you. You might be a student, and, and uh, you might be sitting among uh, kids or peers, not kids, for be kids, but peers, and you might say, well, they don't seem to be interested with the Lord. Um, the thing is, we don't know the heart's condition, right? And sometimes people that seem to be uh, close, they're the ones that are the most open. They, they just have a facade. They just have a wall up. So we're called to shine in our community. We're called to make a difference. We're called to make disciples. That's the calling of the church. To walk away from that is missing the mark. Would you agree? So we want to see that in our lives. And the other text that is similar in the same vein, in Acts chapter 1, verse 7, it says, He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by His own authority. Uh, what it talks here about is that the disciples were looking at when Jesus would come back, and they were focusing on the details, or the minors, and what really is major is what God wanted to do in their lives. First thing He wanted to do, verse 8, it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Can you say out loud, Power. Yeah, so, so this is, ta it talks about the, uh, the giving of the Spirit, the outpouring of the Spirit, where, where the disciples were able to do what they were called to do because of the power of the Spirit, that the Spirit was alive in their lives. You see Peter before and after Pentecost, it's not the same man because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And here he says, you will go to the, you will wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit and you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit and look at what is the uh, the reason or why you wanted to be, why they were, ne they needed to be filled with the Holy Spirit, it says, so that you may be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. 
After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. So, so here you see that we're called to go and make disciples of every nation, right? Here locally and regionally and nationally and also internationally. And that's the call of the church. And we need to remember that this is a mandate that we have. And this is what we want to partake with. This is what we want to partner with. We want to partner with God to see the progression of God's kingdom. Like I said we, earlier, it's, it's our call. God has planned you, planted you where you should be. And at the same time, he has equipped you and you have gifting and abilities and you have a story to tell, you have a journey, and God wants to use you to reach uh, your world, right? And to reach people around you. So I want to be sensitive to that. I don't want to be close to this call. I, I want to see it penetrate my heart. I want to see it influence my life and, and, and to see it move me in a way that I will respond to God's call. And we, we want to see this. Last week, we talked about... Um, what God was doing through GMC, and, and uh, we, we talked about what God is doing provincially. One of their calling, I believe, it's to, it's to a minister up north, and we've been doing that for a f- quite a few years. And last week, you saw a clip of Richard and Nicole when it comes to the, uh, the paw, and also about uh, the erection of towers that we want to see in the future when it comes to bringing the good news in villages and communities that don't hear about the gospel. Uh, a few weeks ago, I had the chance to go to Quebec City and to, and to lead a round table. I'll talk more about that in a moment. And I met this guy that was sitting up for the mics and preparing uh, the, the mini conference. And uh, he was involved in, in Quebec, in northern Quebec, to uh, erect towers to do the same thing. And we connected, and, and it was the same fellowship, or it was the same organization. It was pretty cool. We were saying, we got to get together because we got something in common. And so one of the things that we're looking at right now is to erect towers towers up north so that we can bring the good news to uh, smaller villages and places where it's, well, smaller communities. Because I believe that God is interested in smaller communities, right? And God wants to reach these communities. So God, God wants us, God wants to work through us when it comes to our region. We want to be part of that. Um, Brenton talked last week about what we're doing locally. And, um, and, and I, believe one of the th- I believe it's very important for us to get involved locally. Uh, GMC is not an island. We're not doing our stuff alone. We're part of the Winkler minister, uh, District Ministerial. I'm part of the executive. I, I want to get involved in the community. I want to serve other pastors. I want to see other churches prosper. And we want to see our, our community be ministered to. And what we want to see is we want to work with other churches to reach our community. So and Brenton talked about different places that were involved in our community. So when you financially give, when you invest and pray for GMC, you're also investing in the ministry and, uh, and the calling that we have to reach our community. Because our community is changing rapidly. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, I've been living here for the last 14 years, and it has changed. And for those that were raised here, you can definitely see a huge change. And I believe that God is sending nations to us, and I believe that we have this call of reaching our community with so many different needs in our community. It's, it's not the same that I, well, there's things that, that, that maybe I was not aware about 14 years ago, but I didn't, I didn't see a ramping up of needs around us. So, so we want to be able to meet the needs of our community. We want to serve a community well in our region, not only in Winkler, but also in our region. And we're trying to connect with other villages and other communities uh, that are, uh, that uh, where, where like where Winkler is kind of the hub for the region. We want to we wanna connect with all the communities around so that we can serve them better. So we, we want to reach a community. 
One of the things that we're involved in that we support is our chaplaincy at the Bondley Trail. We have a great man of God that is serving there that we're supporting. And uh, I think it's pretty cool that we have a, uh, we, we have a, a chaplain that is Christian, that loves God, filled with the Holy Spirit, and loves the people and is involved in the hospital in the way he is. It's pretty amazing. So just to, just to give you a snapshot of what we talked about last week, that God, uh, I believe, is working through us when it comes to the local church and when it comes to uh, this community. And we want to see more, right? We want to grow in this. We want to reach our community better. We want to have God's ideas, God's mind when it comes to reaching our community because that's our call. The second thing that we're involved in is ministry in our, in our nation and also international ministries. Um, we're involved in low German ministry through the EMMC, and I believe that we're called to do way more when it comes to low German. Um, I'm, I'm a French Mennonite now. <laughs> I don't speak low German, but I know how to uh, very well. <laughs> FASPA is very close to my heart, you know. How many of you, you do speak uh, Pludich? Wow, lots of you, eh? Uh, there's such a work to be done in the low German world, in, uh, in, in Mexico and South America, but even in our community. There's so much, so, such a work to be done there. And my prayer is that we would get more involved and minister to, to that world. I believe that God has called us to. So when you give, when you pray, when you support GMC, it, it helps us to fulfill that mandate and that calling. Just to say that we have a calling as a church. Uh, I know that we have ind- individual callings. For example, that God wants you to shine where you are and you have that calling. But we also have a calling as a church uh, to reach our world and, and to reach people that uh, are close to our hearts. Right? One of the things that uh, also we're involved in is with Compassion Canada. It's a sponsorship uh, program for children. And uh, I was able to go to Honduras last year and to look at church planting in Central America. And so we're looking at how to partner with them to see church planting through sponsorship. And I think that's very intriguing. And, and so we're involved in that, supporting this and seeing where that will go. Another place where my heart is very close to and we're quite involved is in church renewal. In um, 2012, I started Church Renewal, and that is the renewal of the pastor where we, uh, we, become, uh, we come into a, in a circle or a circle of pastors, and we, we are mentored. And uh, we've, we've been involved, the church has been involved for the last so many years in church renewal. And uh, I was able to go to Quebec City, like I mentioned earlier a few weeks ago, to lead a roundtable with French pastors. And uh, my goal was to invite them to this, uh, to this table that they can be mentored by other pastors so that they, could, they can prosper and also their church prosper. Um, it, was, it was so cool just to see how the pastors were open. Did you know that churches in Canada are struggling? Like most churches are, are not growing. Most churches are very, they're, they're struggling. And I, when I was in Quebec City, I just saw the need of so many pastors that, that are looking for help they, they need help. They just don't know how to do it. A lot of pastors, even when I was there talking, just to see that some are willing to, th- they want to throw the towel, they want to quit. It's too hard. And one of the reasons is because they're doing ministry alone. 
Uh, they need pastors to come alongside of them. And uh, I, I look at my own journey in, in 2010 when I was pastoring here and I was saying, God, what's next? And, and I was able to connect with Pastor Ray from Southland. And I remember saying to him, hey, would you want to just share me your journey? And he, just, and he willingly wanted to walk with me. And from that day on, I was able to be mentored by him, by him and it made a significant difference in my life. I look at church mentoring right now. We are mentoring 750 pastors every week. Pretty amazing, right? From 23 nations right now. And it's just expanding, expanding, and expanding. It's phenomenal. Like, uh, we, I'll be leading a group of, I will be mentoring in, the, in winter, a French pastor from Quebec and also from Europe. And uh, so we're crossing the border. The material is being um, uh, translated in Spanish, in French, Portuguese, uh, Filipino, and, and Mandarin. And uh, it's pretty amazing where it's going right now. And so we're part of this. We're part of seeing this, this movement of seeing church be renewed and pastor, pastors be renewed. So when you give, when you pray, when you get involved, this is what we're doing uh, on the outside of, of the walls of GMC. We're working with other churches to see churches be renewed. And it's really working. It's really, it's really working. And so I thank you for your support. I thank you for your involvement. And so as we're going, we're going forward, we want to see, we want to reach our goal is to reach uh, 10, uh, 1,000 pastors. And we didn't think it was going to happen that fast. We're almost there. I think in, in a year from now, uh, we'll, we're just looking for more mentors to be able to mentor pastors because there's a hunger for pastors to be mentored. And there's a hunger for churches to, to be able to, to, uh, to be led so that they can prosper and do the will of God. So that's very exciting. So uh, another thing, too, that we are involved that is close to my heart is it's called ARC. It's an association of related churches where churches are coming together with the desire, with the same DNA, with the desire of church planting. And so we were involved last year of planting two different churches one in London and one in Toronto. That's pretty cool. So uh, we have a kind of a uh, short clip. It's not the best clip. It was just done off the cuff with, uh, with a phone, and we'll just show it to you. Hey Ark, I'm Tyler. And I'm Lee. We're the lead pastors of a new church that just launched today in London, Ontario called Collective Church. We want to thank you for investing in what we're doing, believing in church planning across Canada, for praying for us. We're so glad to be part of this family. Today, we saw 10 people give their life to Jesus, and we had 36 people in Next Steps. These are wins we celebrate together. We're so glad that we get to own this and be the church together. Let's go. Mm. <laughs> Next level church, right? I thought it was pretty funny. So this is super fun to see, right? So I, I'm really pumped to see that, that we were part of this, that we saw two new church plants in, in, the, last, in the fall. And you know what I'm dreaming of? It's to see some of our people on that screen too, right? 
We want to raise the next generation. We want to see people uh, responding to God's call, and we want to be a church-planting church. And uh, so we're, we're doing it now, and I believe it's going to call to grow, and it's called to multiply. And, uh, and uh, I believe that God has called us to do that. So, so we, again, we thank you for your finances, uh, for, your, for your belief in GMC, and, and what we want to see is to make a difference nationally, internationally, and so on. At the same time, when you look at all this that we're called to do and what we're doing, I think it's fantastic. And there's more. I'm jumping. I'm just focusing on the main lines this morning. But one of the things that we need to remember also is mission is also here. And sometimes we forget that. We forget that mission is here. It's what we do as a church. Uh, and, and sometimes we, we tend to believe that mission only happens overseas, Right? For sure, overseas is way more sexy than, than here, right? <laughs> True, eh? It's like, it's like way more appealing to go on the other side of, of, of the ocean, and it's uh, Atlantic or Pacific, you know? For sure. But the thing is, I need to realize that this is mission here. What we're doing here, it's mission. Going to four services is mission. It is. Making more room for people, ministering to our community in that way. God has placed a call upon Gospel Mission Church. It's to see people come alive to God and to see people come alive to His kingdom. As you know, Winkler has a Christian foundation. And one of the, one of the problems with that, if there's a, a problem with that, is that sometimes Jesus Christ doesn't become personal, it's just intellectually. Where you know about God, but you've never encountered Him. It's, never pers- it's not personal. It, it's, it's, it's on a religious level that you, you know God. It's, uh, it's part of your t- tradition. It's part of your heritage. But it's not personal. It's not vibrant in your life. And I believe that we have this call as a church to see people connect with God in a new way, in a fresh way, where they experience God and, and where their life is rocked by God, where they encounter Him and God encounters them and, and it changes everything. When you... When, when you're encountered with God, it answers your questions. All the doubts that you have and all the question marks that you may have, when God encounters you, it changes everything. Like when God encountered me in, the, in, in my journey at the, fir, the first time, I knew about God. I, I, I knew I, I went to, to, to church as a kid, but I did not know God. But when I knew Him, when I came to know Him, it changed everything. So our mandate as a church is to see people come alive to God, but also to see people come alive to His kingdom, where we live for His cause, where we live for the purpose of the kingdom, where our hearts are open to the mission field, to people around us, where we live with purpose and for a cause of seeing others be touched with the gospel and to see others be restored with Christ and to see people be healed in the inside and to see people grow in the knowledge of Christ. This is what we want to see, right? So we have this calling as a church to see people come alive to God in His kingdom. And God has called us to do this as a church. Like I said, when we look at missions sometimes, we don't see it here. We don't see it now. As we went to four services, well, we have... We more kids when it comes to grow. We have around two, 250 kids every weekend. That's quite a few kids, right? And so we needed help at that level because of all the technology and all what it's involved when it comes to, to three services on the same day. Uh, Chuck came on board. Uh, Sherilyn came for Grow for Kids Ministry, and, and Chuck came on board to be able to help uh, John to, uh, Jonathan to 
uh, be able to manage what we're doing here. And, and so, so that's part of mission. We don't really see that as mission, but it's really part of, uh, of mission when we add staff to meet the needs. And there's so many different needs. You look at the needs that we have on a weekly basis. Uh, this is why we got Alina Friesen to do personal ministry. There's so many different needs, right? We have an attendance of, a, of around 1,400 on Sunday morning, and we know that everybody doesn't always show at the same time. So there's more and more needs, and, and it becomes a mission. GMC becomes a mission. So I, I want you to see this. I want you to see that what we're doing here, it's missional. It's, it's, it's linked to mission. And I want you to, to uh, adopt this thought that mission is not always out there. It's right here. Uh, we think about what happens midweek. Like we minister to the next generation, to around 275 kids, if I call them kids. I know that you're not kids, but for me, you are. Uh, to, to the younger generation, 275, that's amazing, right? Like the ladies, they get together on a Monday, they're over 85, we baptized 33 people last year, and so it's always increasing, it's always growing, and that's a mission. So it's important for us to, to, to see that church is not just a place that we attend, but that we are the church. The capital C of the church is me and you. And so God wants to work through us and wants to work in us to see people come to the knowledge of Christ, but not just, just uh, entering in, but become a mature and develop and, and be able to serve and to be ministers and give in, in return. So, so we're passionate about that and we want to see that happen, but that can only happen when we see mission here, Right? And sometimes you say, well, what I have to give or, or what uh, I, I can give in talent or financially, it, it doesn't really matter because it's so big. It does matter because God has given us a vision of expanding and, and reaching this community and this region, and we can't do it without you. We need your participation. We need your partnership to see that happen. Uh, we think about uh, the prayer room that we have at after. After every service is, uh, and the follow-up that needs to happen, that needs to happen after that. We look at the discipleship school. We have 10 kids, and you heard about this, that we're discipling. But at the same time, we, we kind of lost Corey, because now he's giving himself to that, right? So we have more and more needs, and as we're going forward, we're spreading out, and we'll have more and more needs. And it's making a huge difference. We look at our minister school that we started two years ago, connected with Horizon Seminary in Saskatoon. We've got three full-time Students that will graduate with their BA, being mentored in the church, having the experience of the church, and at the same time having a good foundation. So, so I believe that's called to grow. And I believe that we're called to, to multiply as a church. And, and, and at the same time, we need to come to a point where we believe that we're not done, that we're still, it's still going on. Can you tell your neighbor that it's not done? It's not done. Because the mission is not over. You know, I, I had a comment from someone this week was saying, like, why do you do four services? Why? Well, because the mission is not done. We've got to adapt. We've got to adjust because there's so much to do, right? And this is why I want to have that burning in my heart, and I want to have that burning in your heart too, that we would see that this is a cause like it's, we're changing lives and, and we're making a difference and we want to grow in this and we want to expand. For example, we, we were able to secure 15 acres near NPC and for our next facility. And uh, so, so why next facility? Because four services starts to be plenty to start. 
At the same time, we don't have enough room for the kids for ministry. Like, we have to schedule everything up because it, it's not just uh, on the weekend that things are happening. It hap- it, it's happening every day. I remember when we were in the other church, um, one of the neighbors came to see me and he says, what do you do there? What do you do? There's people there all the time. He says, in my days, we used to go to church on Sunday morning and that was it. And say, so, yeah, Exactly. So we want to do more than a Sunday morning service. We want to see people be discipled. This is why we all have, we have these tracks and, and these outlets so that we can see the people be discipled and equipped to do ministry because that's our focus. But the thing is, it's happening every, like I think about that neighbor, if he would move here, he would, he would be probably freaking out because it's way busier than the other building. And it's awesome because it's more than a Sunday morning thing. We're not focused on an, an event we're focused on making a difference. And that's the calling that God has placed upon us as a church. And my prayer is that you would see this, that we would focus on having a legacy as a body, that we would see the need for each of us coming together and seeing the big picture of us influencing our, our nation like we are with ARC and, church, and, and with the church planting and also with church renewal and, and all of that, but also that we as a church, we would com- come together and fulfill the mandate that God has put upon our lives. And and uh, I believe that we're not an organization, we're an organism, we're alive, and, and, and Christ is the head, and we want to be his body, and we're called his body, so we want to do what he's called us to do. And so what we want to see is, is the collective come together and serve the Lord uh, as, we, as, we, um, as we look ahead. I, I like what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and gave us a ministry of reconciliation. We've received this ministry of reconciliation. We're fused with Christ. We're one with Christ. Christ never stopped his mission. He's doing it through the church as we let him in. So Christ is still the same, never left. He did corporately, but he is in the church. We're one with him. This is a, we're fused with him, and as we're fused with him, that ministry of reconciliation that he did when he walked on the earth, it's still happening today uh, between, uh, through me and you, and we need to embrace this. I just want you to embrace this. I just want you to see this is what God is doing here is amazing, and, it's, and there's more that God wants to do, and, and God wants to, to bring us together so that we can have a godly legacy. Like I said, God doesn't want us to stop. I think God, God has more in store. There's this word I don't like, and if you want to throw it on, on the screen, is entropy. It's a gradual decline into disaster. Disorder, sorry. <laughs> Not disaster, but also it could turn out to be a disaster. But when it comes to this word, it talks about um, that when you don't have a vision, you're not going somewhere, then you'll lose ground, and you'll have a degeneration. Degeneration is, is always there. Whatever I don't care for will become wild. It's like uh, your grass in the summer. When you let your grass grow wild, you don't mow, you don't care for it, it goes wild, right? If you don't kill uh, the dandelions or you don't uh, poke them out, uh, what's going to happen? You'll have wild grass. Whatever you don't care for will go wild. It's the same thing when it comes to your relationships. If you're married, if you're married, sorry. If you're married, you might be married for 30 years. We've been married for 30 years. Is it because of 30 years of experience that we stop working at our marriage? It never stops. But the moment I stop working on my marriage, it will will nosedive. 
You see, I cannot come to a point and say, it's all fine and dandy. I don't have to do anything else. Like, as a church, we cannot say, here we are. Uh, we have four services. Praise the Lord. Let's sit back and, and say, thank you, God, for your mission. And, and we're done. No, because God is not over. And the last thing you want to experience is, uh, is this word where we, uh, there's a gradual decline into disorder. No, we want to move forward. We want to be driven by vision and purpose. And when we don't have that, then what happened is that, you know, probably what would happen is that we would fight among, among each other when it comes to the style, the taste, the blah, 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 the minority or in the, uh, in the minor stuff instead of focusing on the major so what we need to take a hold of is the vision that God has placed upon us to reach a community, to see that this here is mission, and God wants to work through our lives. So what we want to see is we want to grow in the up, the in, and the out. Can you say that to your neighbor? Up, in, and out. Up, in, and out. We, we, we want to grow in the up. We, it never stops. And the up symbolizes your relationship with God, you and God. And it's a long journey, right? It's a lifelong journey that you want to grow in that community with communion with God. You, you want to be passionate about God. You want to see God be uh, real in your life where, where, um, where when it comes to your walk, you don't want to get accustomed to God or used to God. You, you want to be excited about Him. You want to have this intimacy, this relationship with God. You want to have this flow between you and God. You want to grow in that relationship. And the more you develop it, the more you throw yourself in it, the deeper it comes and the more faith you have and, and at the same time you're captivated by his beauty and splendor it's it's marvelous and you want to grow in the up right and as a church that's what we want to see we want to continue to grow in the up right it never stop i don't want to settle back and say oh i know god of worship yeah I, I want to be excited i want to be connected with him i i want to embrace him and when that happens i believe this is where life erupts in my life right and secondly i want to grow in the in this is my transformation where God changes me in the inside and that too never stops. Sorry to say this to you. Transformation never stops. It's where God puts his finger in your life, on your life, and changes you and fashions you. And we need that because if we want to have healthy relationships, if we want to have a healthy mind, healthy heart, because it's from the abundance of the heart that we do life. So if, it's, if I'm unhealthy here... If I'm unhealthy here, it's going to be unhealthy here. You see? So I want to see God reach my heart. This is why we have set free small groups and, and where, where we have the prayer room. What we want to see, we're called to grow in different streams to see that more happen so that people can experience that inner freedom. Because if you're free inside, you will be able to do what you're called to do. So God wants to come in your life and bring freedom within. So there's the up where we focus on God, where we're in love with God, we're passionate about God, we live a life of worship. And we also want to see in where we, where we mature, where we grow up, where we, uh, where we uh, go beyond the failures of the past and we move forward. And then you have the out. The out is using our giftings, our resources to reach others. Not just to focus on the up or the in, but to focus on our world, focus on each other, focus on people that are around us, on our kids, on our youth, and on our elderly people. There's so many different needs from the hospital to the manor. To, to, there's so many different needs. And I believe that God has called us to make a difference as a church. But we got to focus 
on the out. And God wants you to focus on the out. God wants you to embrace the out mindset where you see this world as a mission field and you as a fisher of men. Can you tell your neighbor that you are a fisher of men? We are fishers of men, right? So we want to grow in this. We want to grow in the up, the in, and the out. I like what it says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15, talking about Paul and the example of Paul. He says, For this reason, even since I've heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I like this, never stop. Look at what it says in verse 17. I keep asking that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom, revelation, so that you may know him better. What we see in this verse, in these two verses, is the heart of Paul. Paul wanted more for others. He says here that I'll never stop giving thanks to you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking. Doesn't stop. Doesn't quit. And that's the mindset of the church. We should never quit, never stop wanting to minister. Never stop wanting to make a difference. Never stop giving ourselves for the cause of the kingdom. And that was the heart of the Apostle Paul. And, and we are the reward of that, of this man that gave himself for the cause of the kingdom, that lived for others, that lived for, an, for the out, and, and lived for a, a, a world bigger than is, his. And he says this in Romans chapter 12, verse 11, with the same, uh, with the same, um, same thought. Never be lacking in zeal. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Not losing zeal. Hey, we can do this. We can do this. Can we say this? We can do this. We can see people walk in freedom. We can reach our community. We can mentor pastors. We can feed the poor. We can minister to people. You know, we can church plant. We can raise up the next generation. We can do this together. And my prayer is that we would take a hold of the vision that God has for GMC and that we would step in that vision and we would be like Paul, I'm not giving up. I'm not stopping. I'm not sitting. I'm not settling in. You might be a little older here and, and maybe you've gave yourself the cause in the past. Well, if you're still breathing, God still wants to work in your life, through your life. And you might be... Young, and you say, well, you know, I've, my, biz, my life is so busy, Pastor, if you would know how busy I am. But you still can give a crack to God for him to work through your life. I think it's healthy for your family, if you have a young family, to focus on the outside. Kids need to learn to, that it's, the world is bigger than their world. You know? So we're called to be a, a church that has a legacy. And uh, my prayer is that you would jump on board and that you would say, hey, I want to be part of this legacy. I want to make a difference. So how do we do this? First is that you pray. If we don't pray, it doesn't go anywhere. That's the principle number one that we teach at the mentoring when it comes to pastor. It's all about God. It's all about you and God. So we need to pray because prayer opens the gates. Prayer is the way that God has chosen to intervene through. So we want to, be, we want to pray. Secondly, we need to give. We need to invest financially. We need to believe in the cause and, and, and invest in our first fruits and, and, and give to the work of the Lord. Thirdly, we're called to, to serve each other and say, God, what's the need? What do you want me to do? Fourthly, is we're called to have a vision for the lost. Story of the love of the Father is still going on today. Father, 
so loved the world that he gave his son. We got to live with purpose, right? Mm. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the GMC podcast. For more information about what's going on this week, check out gmchurch.ca. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful week.